Wednesday, February 19th, 2020, and you're tuned in to the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined, as always, by our Tribe beat writer, Paul Hoynes, who joins us once again from his luxurious confines in uh, Goodyear, Arizona. Uh, been out there since Sunday uh, watching the Tribe as they've opened up camp. Uh, Paul, uh, what's the latest from the Indians uh, from Terry Francona's camp out there in Goodyear? Well, you know, another day uh, closer to the first uh, spring training game, Joe. Uh, they announced that Jeffrey Rodriguez, who we saw briefly last year, early in the season as a starter, will we'll get the uh, first start uh, Saturday against the Reds at Goodyear Ballpark. Expected to go two innings. Uh, Jeff uh, Rodriguez is kind of a swing guy. You know, I think uh, they, they think he showed them enough where he could, you know, contend for a starting spot or even fill in as a, as a starter, as he did last year when Clevenger went down early in the year. Or he, can, he could also help in the bullpen. But uh, I guess he's, you know, he, he had like seven or eight starts then. He hurt his shoulder, and we didn't see him for three months. He came back in September, pitched out of the pen. But uh, he's healthy now. He spent a lot of time in Goodyear over the winter. And I think, uh, you know, uh, Tito was saying this is kind of a reward for him. You know, he said no one's going to remember who started the first exhibition game <laughs> in June or July, but this is kind of a, an award for Rodriguez because of the hard work he put in this well, uh, over the winter. And and he really was the, sort of the first of those uh, young pitchers, you know, followed by Zach Plesak and followed by uh, Aaron Savali, of course. But Rodriguez was really the first guy who, who sort of – came up and helped save the Indians' rotation when you, you had injuries to Clevenger, uh, Kluber, and Carrasco, uh, you know, throughout the season last year. Yeah, I mean, he did a nice job. And, uh, you know, they got him from uh, Washington uh, that the, the offseason before last year in the Jan Gomes deal. And, uh, you know, he, looked, he had a good camp. Uh, he started the season in Columbus and – you know, in the blink of the eye, like mid-August, mid-April, he's up and in the rotation and taking a regular turn. And he started, you know, he started out very well. You know, I think he had a 2.90 ERA in his first four starts. Then he, you know, kind of struggled. He went 0-4, 0-5, and had, had a high ERA. Uh, but I think he may have been pitching hurt there. You know, he, he pulled himself – he took himself out of a game – against uh, the White Sox in, on June 1st, and we didn't see him again until September. So, you know, I, I'm not sure what the extent of the injury was, but it had to be, you know, something that they were uh, very concerned about for him to take that long and, you know, thankfully didn't need surgery. Right, and this is a guy who throws, you know, uh, high 90s, 90-mile-an-hour fastball, and, you, you know, big – everything that you would, you would think out about, like a, a power pitcher profile – uh, for for Rodriguez and and you know that's sort of what he could bring. Uh, I got, I'd be more excited to see him out of the bullpen, really. To to be honest with you, if 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 you could combine uh, you know him and you know Karen Chak, Class A, all those guys, it, you you start to have your bullpen look a little bit more like what uh, what Tampa has had the last couple of years. If if he does you know come out of the pen uh, as opposed to a starting spot, but you know he he's going to go where they need him, I guess. Yeah, and you know you're right, Joe. He's like six six, two thirty. He's got an op. He's got options. So uh, you know he could be one of those guys. You know, just ride the shuttle up and down. And you know you want to keep him stretched out. I would imagine 
if he doesn't make the club, he's going to start for Columbus. You know, so at least he's he's an option if they need a, a starter. But I think it's easier to go from the rotation to the bullpen than the other way around. Right. If you know if that need arises. All right, and then uh, you, you mentioned uh, uh, Scott Moss and Zach Plesac sort of line up to to take the the second and the third games in the uh, in the Cactus League schedule. Yeah, Moss is going to start against uh, Kansas City on on Sunday, and Plesac will get a start uh, Monday against the Rockies. And it was interesting. I mean, um, you know, in in the past they've always kind of slow played these guys. Uh, you know, Beaver. I mean, uh, you know, guys like Clevenger and, and Carrasco and, and Kluber when he was here, you know, not not having them face, you know, uh, Cactus in, in Cactus League games right away. They would, you know, have them pitch minor league games and bullpens for the first two or three weeks, maybe a little longer than that, a spring training. But they don't have that. The schedule is, re, you know, kind of shrunk this year. The season is starting on March 22nd, and they don't have time to do that. So I think they're, you know, they want, they go with Rodriguez, Moss, and Police Act in the first three. But I think we're going to be seeing Bieber and uh, Carrasco. You know, they're going to, and, uh, you know, and Savali, they're going to roll those guys out here. And they can't really, you know, protect them in the early stages of spring training like they, they have in the past. Uh, talking about, uh, you know, possibly slow playing guys and bringing them along slowly a little bit. Uh, would be uh, Brad Hand as well. Uh, I believe Tito uh, talked about how they're handling him this year in, in, in terms of trying to keep him from from having a, a slump or a midseason sort of a fall off with his arm. Yeah, I mean, uh, they said, uh, you know, you know, Hand had a, still had a great year last year, 34 for 39 and save opportunities, set a club record for, uh, thir- you know, it's 34 saves were the most by a lefty. And, uh, you know, saved his first 22 straight games or opportunities and uh, then kind of hit the wall after the All-Star break. Had a tired arm, his arm slot dropped, and, uh, you know, he didn't pitch for like a 10-day period in September and then made only one one appearance after that. And, uh, you know, because of a tired arm. And uh, uh, Francona was talking about that today and just said uh, – you know, from like last spring, they noticed his first bullpen, he was throwing as hard as he could. I mean, he was coming out max velocity. He was in mid-season form. And uh, they decided maybe to back him off a little bit, kind of let him, you know, just kind of ease in into the into spring training with his velocity. Uh, so he's not peaking on at, at February 17th. So uh, – and then they'll also monitor – you know, the multiple inning appearances early in the season. They're not going to – I think he, he made – there was a stretch where he pitched a lot in a row. I don't know if there were multiple innings, but, you know, last year before the break, that that, that may have got, you know, kind of taken a toll on his arm. So um, we'll see how that works. But, uh, you know, they, they seem – you know, he, he threw today, hand threw today, looked good. And uh, so you know, I think those are the precautionary steps they're taking there. Uh, another guy that threw uh, through today, uh, Shane Bieber, uh, the All-Star MVP, the the sort of the uh, the shining light there in the uh, in the rotation. I, I think uh, that the Indians are sort of looking to for for some sort of leadership and guidance besides Carlos Carrasco. Um, he threw today and had had a, a sort of a funny little interaction there with uh, Francisco Lindor as well. 
Yeah, uh, Lindor, you know, hit the home run off Carrasco yesterday. He was facing Bieber today, and Bieber broke not one but two of his bats. And as, after Bieber, Bieber, uh, you know, <laughs> Francisco took him took it hard too. He was patting his heart. He was he was so upset that he, that Bieber broke his bats. And then after the uh, after Bieber got done throwing, he was he he told he showed the bat to Bieber. Bieber was laughing. So that that was kind of that was interesting. You know that. They, Lindor's always having fun, and I think that that kind of j- carries over to the to the rest of the club. Well, uh, you know, one of the ways that uh, our our followers, our listeners, and our, our readers can can also get sort of this uh, behind the scenes uh, look at what's going on out there at spring training is through Project Text. A uh, good way to interact with you, Paul, as as you're out there. Uh, just uh, real briefly, give us a, a rundown of of what uh, fans can can expect and, and how to access. Uh, project text and, and, and have sort of this, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes look uh, from you. Yeah. Uh, Joe, the, the, uh, if, uh, if you want to, uh, uh, you know, subscribe to, uh, you know, uh, subject text and, uh, and, and get some kind of just some, some not breaking news, breaking, breaking news, but yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it, it's, you know, just to stay ahead of the curve, you know, on some Indian stuff that, that that's the things that are going on in camp and you get it before it's on Twitter, hopefully. And, and before, you know, it's, it's definitely before it's in the paper and before it's on, on uh, cleveland.com, this is a chance to, uh, you know, just get a head start on things. And, uh, you know, I, te- I make about four or five texts a day, three or four texts a day. They're, they're real, they're short, you know, it's not going to take a lot of time to read. And, uh, Here's the uh, phone number you can call to, uh, you know, get get your subscription started. It's actually uh, it's tech, you, you text this number. Yeah, you text this number. I'm sorry. Yeah, you text this number, and it's two one six two zero eight four three four six, and that that's the first step in enrolling in the uh, in the uh, you know the project text, and you can uh, you know I'll text you back. We can have a little conversations. If you have a question, I'll try to answer it for you, and uh, we could go from there. But it's fun. It's been it's been a fun experience. I think anyone would will enjoy it. It costs like four bucks a month. You can stop whenever you want. So, and you know, you get uh, if you're going to the uh, if you're going to the uh, Indians uh, opening day breakfast in Cleveland on uh, March 26th. You know, I just texted out something that today that you get a ten dollar discount on tickets. So there's there's stuff there's kind of cool stuff in there that you, I think would you guys would like. Those All right, that number again is is two one six two zero eight four three four six. If you want to text Paul, or if you want to remember it a different way, it's two one six. Frank Robinson, Albert Bell, Bradley Zimmer, Cliff Lee, and Brandon Geyer. If you get get all those numbers for the uh, the oh, folks oh. who are are into Jersey numbers. Uh, Frank Robinson, number 20, uh, Albert Bell, number eight, Bradley Zimmer wears number four, Cliff Lee wore 34, and Brandon Geyer wore six. So I like that. I, just, I remember I, those. Yeah, you, that's good. It's a convoluted way to remember a phone number, but hey, it might work. So uh, hey, yeah, follow along there. Uh, all right, Paul, uh, I, I know uh, we've, uh, we wanted to mention uh, the Indians did uh, actually, I, I guess the organization lost a, a player uh, who was uh, DFA'd uh, recently in order to make room for Domingo Santana, Andrew Velasquez. 
a uh, an infielder who was uh, traded to the tribe from uh, Tampa last year. He was claimed by Baltimore uh, on waivers uh, uh, today. The announcement was made. Uh, really didn't get uh, much of a chance to to get a feel for Velasquez while he was here. Uh, he was up in September, but uh, you know, not not necessarily the, the kind of guy who made a made an impact. This was sort of one of those uh, you know roster spots that was sort of held in 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 place for maybe something bigger to come along later. Yeah, I, I think so. I think, uh, you know, he's uh, kind of a, like a versatile guy, obviously, in that position. But he was kind of stuck here, you know, behind uh, Mike Freeman and Christian Arroyo, you know, guys that uh, can, can play all over the diamond. And uh, he did had an inauspicious debut. He struck out five times in his first game with the Indians. So, but, you know, he seemed – I think he was just, you know, just that when they signed Domingo Santana – they needed a roster spot, and uh, he was a guy. And it's good that, you know, the, the Orioles claimed him. I think they're going to have to put him on the 40-man, and uh, he should have a, a better chance to stick there, to play there, uh, than he's going to have with the Indians. Well, I'll tell you, if he, if, if he doesn't have – there's no better place in the, in the majors right now for him than to try and win a spot in, than it is in Baltimore. I, I think uh, anybody who, who wants to, you know, sort of test themselves could, could try and go there and, and win a spot. That's – not necessarily an organization that's flush with a lot of infield talent right now. Yeah, there's gonna, there's going to be a lot of movement in. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see the total number of players Baltimore uses when this season ends. Oh boy! Uh, all right, uh, we we did mention uh, you know you had a chance to to see and talk to uh, Jake Bowers. Uh, also, uh, what was his uh, off season like, and and what was uh, what's the result? Hopefully for for him, is this uh, this outfield sort of uh, starts to the competition at least starts to heat up for that. Yeah. I mean, uh, Bowers is, you know, one of 10 guys kind of had, uh, you know, got all the chances in the world last year uh, after coming over from Tampa Bay in the Yandy Diaz trade. And, you know, for the first three and a half months was in, was a regular and didn't really didn't produce as much. And then when the Indians made that deal, the Bauer deal and brought in Reyes and Puig, he, uh, you know, he got sent down, um, and, uh, you know, he, and when he came back up, he really didn't pr- produce that much. And so I think, uh, you know, the Indians talked to, you know, in, in their exit meeting, they, you know, pretty frank about, you know, what they wanted him to do. Uh, you know, I think uh, they think, you know, he's only 23, 23, 24, still a young player. They think he can, he's a good player. He's a good first baseman, left-handed hitter. You know, he's got pop. We saw him hit for the cycle against Detroit. Uh, but, you know, obviously they want him to work on things. And uh, he, came, he uh, came to the Indian swing camps uh, over the winter. And, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, told uh, some of the, the reporters in camp that, you know, he, based on what he learned at those swing camps, he knew nothing about hitting before he got there and uh, kind of changed his whole approach, his whole men- mentality. Very, and he's very excited about uh, – you know, where he's at right now. He's, he's anxious for the games to start. So, you know, hopefully, you know, that was a wake-up call last year and maybe turns the corner and, uh, and, and helps the tribe out because they've got so many right-handed hitters now in the outfield, they could use a lefty. All right. Uh, and, you know, those, those swing camps were the same swing camps and clinics that Oscar Mercado went to <laughs> in last year's offseason. And, you know, we saw what, what that produced with, with Mercado, not only in the confidence department, but in the production department, I mean, this is a guy who, who, who hit from the, the, the very beginning of spring training last year 
and really didn't stop all season. Yeah, and Francona was saying, you know, there, it's, 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 you know, you know, there's a bunch of coaches that really, they're everybody, you know, there's a, you get a lot of individual attention. You know, there's three or four people working with you. They break down your swing. You know, everything is, you know, sliced and diced. And, uh, you know, the, you don't have the pressure of the season. You know, you don't have like an 0 for 20 slump hanging over your neck. Uh, so you can just concentrate. You can breathe, take a deep breath. You know, you don't have to worry about, you know, going out and taking another 0 for 4. You can just work on the things you need to work on to get better. And uh, the results, you know, were great with Mercado. You know, Zimmer went, had, went there too during during this past winter. So I'm anxious to see how uh, Bradley, uh, you know, swings a bat this spring as well. Excellent. Well, uh, all right, Paul. I, I, you know, hey, before we leave, you, you touched on it earlier, but I wanted to mention we're 35, 36, 35 days away from opening day here in Cleveland. Uh, that means the Tribe opening day breakfast tickets are still available. Uh, if you want to get online uh, on cleveland.com and, and, uh, and pick some up, that offers an opportunity to not only get, uh, you know, some sausage and pancakes and a cup of coffee on the, uh, the morning of the opener, but uh, you get to sit and listen to us talk, uh, talk baseball, talk about the Tribe. Uh, Mike McIntyre from the Plain Dealer is the host. He always does a great job. Uh, it's, uh, it's you, Paul, uh, Terry Pluto from the PD, uh, me and Doug LaMaurice will all be there, uh, just sort of talking to the fans and, and getting ready for really the, the home opener, which, which will be earlier this year. I guess they're going to squeeze this breakfast in before a one o'clock first pitch. Uh, that's going to be a little, a little bit of a tight window, but, uh, we'll look forward to, I look forward to that morning every year. Just, uh, just to, it, it really feels like baseball when that, when that, sort of arrives and, and we're ready to start going there talking to the fans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great time, Joe. And, you know, the, the, one, the one time I remember, the one breakfast that sticks out in my mind is when they, they signed Jason Kipnis to this multi-year deal. Mm-hmm. It was the same morning, and uh, I was in the backseat of the car be- writing the story uh, before I came in for the breakfast. And uh, uh, Dave Campbell finished, uh, finished it up for me while – you know, we're talking to the fans. So, that you know, you never know what's going to happen, especially just before the season opener. And uh, it's cool because you see the same people, a lot of the same people every year go. And uh, hopefully, you know, they've got it in a bigger venue this year. So hopefully we can get more Tribe fans to come and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, it's the, uh, the Music Box Supper Club is the location this year. Uh, so don't show up at our, uh, our, our 1801 offices this year if you're going to the breakfast. Uh, it's at a new location. Hey, Paul, uh, what's uh, what's on tap for tomorrow? What can we look forward to uh, out of spring training uh, in, in Goodyear tomorrow? Are we are we getting any closer to maybe uh, some inter-squad games or anything like that? You know, they don't play inter-squad games. Uh, really? Francona doesn't believe in them. Uh, he uh, so uh, you know I've, I've you know <laughs> you know some 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 managers do. Some managers have had inter-squad games, but uh, sometimes they they leave the bad things, Joe. I, was, I remember. <laughs> I remember in Winter Haven, uh, I think uh, when Hargrove was the manager, they had a inner squad game, and Omar Vizquel hit a home run off Jose Mesa. And oh then, no! And he was rounding the bases. He did a somersault as he crossed home plate, and Mesa, Mesa almost killed him. And and that I think that was the spark that ignited uh, uh, when Mesa left the Indians that for. His, 
for him to drill Vizquel every time he faced him. So, well, that and that Omar's the book. That and Omar's book might have had something to do with yeah, it, but yeah. I didn't know that that had roots all the way back to. to oh yeah, That's, yeah, that was that. Wow. <laughs> so sometimes it, it's it's good to play a game, inner squad game, and sometimes it's not. And it, just closing my eyes and the the image or the visual of Omar doing a cartwheel down the third baseline. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me one bit. Doesn't even uh, that that's that's exactly what I would imagine. Yes. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's great. Great story. All right, Paul. Uh, take it easy out there in Goodyear. Uh, good to hear from you, and we'll talk to you again one more time uh, on on this uh, this week's stay out there. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow night. Great, Joe. Thanks, man. <laughs>